Hey yo, it's Matthew from That's Matthew, and you're watching Disney Channel. Wait, I think I messed up. Can we start over? Thank you to Early Bird for sponsoring today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of That's So Matthew. I hope everyone is having a great day so far. I'm super excited about today's episode uh, because we're talking about a decom classic, Cadet Kelly, but I also have a really awesome guest if you'd like to introduce yourself. Hi, guys. I'm Divya, and I'm the host of Dilly Dallying with Divya. It's a pretty miscellaneous podcast. I review TV shows, talk about sports glow ups and yeah that's me well i am so excited to have you i am always here for having other podcasters on my show i think it's just so cool to collaborate especially teen podcasters and when you had reached out i was just so excited and you picked a great decom cadet kelly which i had not covered on the podcast yet which is why we're here today so before we get started into the episode i just wanted to say that this movie came out in 2002, which is 19 years ago, which is crazy. So it's almost celebrating its 20th anniversary, which will celebrate next March. It came out on March 8th, 2002, and stars Hilary Duff, who you might recognize from so many amazing projects, Lizzie McGuire. She's in the show uh, Younger, and uh, just so many amazing movies, Lizzie McGuire movie. And Christy Carlson Romano from Even Stevens, uh, uh, Kim Possible, so many other amazing projects. So I'm really excited to talk about this movie. Um, but before we get into that, do you have a specific reason as to why you picked this movie here today? Well, okay, I picked this movie because I remember watching it several times when I was younger. And it, it just stood out to me because I was like, huh, I haven't watched this in a crazy long time but I used to watch it literally all the time so let's go back and relive the olden days you know that is awesome I feel like that's like my the, I love my podcast for that reason because it's like having all these movies and shows that I haven't watched or like thought about in forever and going back to rewatch them and like seeing if my opinions are the same different I just honestly think that's such a cool aspect so I'm super excited to have you here today I do also remember watching this movie as a child, like when they would do like the older decoms, like airings, like in the middle of the day or at night, I would always watch them. And this was one of my favorites. I just always loved Hilary Duff, like Lizzie McGuire. That's another really good chef's kiss show. If you guys have not seen it already, just go check it out. It's so good. Yeah, totally recommend that show. Hilary Duff as an actress. She's awesome. She's awesome. She really is. She really is. And that's why I'm also, I have to talk about the canceled reboot really quick for Lizzie McGuire because I'm still sad about it. Uh, Disney not going forward with that for Disney Plus did like pretty much ruin my year. Just so Disney knows, if you're listening, uh, you should have went forward with the reboot and I will miss it greatly. It's your mistake, but we are not talking about that today. I'm not here to rant about that. We're here to talk about Cadet Kelly. So let's honestly just get started. Hilary Duff plays Kelly Collins, who is our main character. And at the beginning, we kind of see that she's kind of like a troublemaker, but not a troublemaker. She's just maybe what you would consider like free spirited, just really like living her life. She's a teenager. And as a teenager myself, I totally get it. She is not gonna let anything stop her her mother recently married uh general joe and he is her new stepfather and she's not into him really i feel like it's that decom cliche and if you kind of agree where like the mom or dad gets married and then like the main character just doesn't like them for absolutely no reason yeah it's just like that whole fitting in sort of thing like you don't really get used to your how do i explain it like it's foreign, so it's not comfortable. But, like, at the same time, I feel like it's pretty common, realistically. Like, when your parent marries someone else, it's kind of awkward at first. 
Totally. I think like I have never gone through that experience myself. However, I just kind of get the same kind of vibes. It's just like, like you said, it's foreign. It's a different kind of experience and you don't really know like what that's going to feel like if you're going to get along well. So I totally understand like her issues. It's just, he didn't, he seemed like a kind of cool guy. So I was kind of like, why are you irritated with him? But she has to move schools and enroll at George Washington Military Academy. And so for someone who is as uh, living free as Callie, going to this school is a very big change. It's very orderly, organized, on the dot, put together, which honestly, I think Kelly is not. And that's like the whole point of the movie is her trying to fit in. And honestly, I feel like I kind of relate to her in that way. Like, I don't really vibe with like just being so organized and like on time and prim and proper. I like to kind of just live my life spontaneously, which I relate to her in that way. Yeah, same. Honestly, I'm actually kind of surprised because I thought that Kelly blended in with the whole military environment better than I would because if I'm being honest, I would have started crying. Like, it would not be pretty at all. I would start freaking out. And Kelly did freak out, yes, but she also made friends. She tried her best to fit in and she tried her best to, like, keep a positive attitude about it. And you know what? Hats off to Kelly for doing that because, again, I would I would not be doing that at all. Yeah, honestly, she does do it very well for being such an opposite of how she lives her life. She does struggle to kind of adjust to this new environment, but she's also got a new villain, which we're going to talk about in just a minute, Jennifer Stone, who basically is making her life horrible. She is ruining the experience for her even more than it probably already was. And so Kelly is just kind of in distress. She's in a new environment. She's got a new villain, but obviously it's a decom from the early 2000s. So what is that without a little love storyline where uh, she falls for the one and only, uh, I believe his name is Cadet Major Brad. And he is trying to help her adjust and they kind of get along. And then she decides to go outside of her comfort zone, which uh, amazing. I recommend that for everyone if you are able to and join the drill team. So I didn't hate her. I didn't like love her. I just feel very neutral with her. I think that she did a great job adjusting and I think it was a great job or a great idea for her to step out of her comfort zone a little bit and join the drill team. What about you? Yeah, I mean, I definitely like that move that she pulled with joining the drill team, but I also like her stepfather because he kind of like pushed her to it, but not really because at first he had her like cleaning things for the drill team. And she absolutely hated that because she was like, ew, drill team, they're too stuck up and they're boring. But then I found it kind of cool because she found interest in it because in a little way, it was kind of like, a uniform dance and in the beginning she had she sort of had a thing for dance like with the whole opening scene and everything so I think she connected herself to that and Brad did too later on which was why he gave her and Jennifer that little one girl revolution solo thing for the regional competition so yeah I think Kelly joining the drill team it made an impact on her And she started to take things a little more seriously once she joined the team. I totally agree. I think that it just kind of hits the point of a cheesy decom, but does it in a way of it ending in a positive way. And she tries to come and help. And we see her kind of fall off a cliff a little bit. And they try to rescue her and bring him back back up and so she's just really in the end just doing things left and right that are out of her comfort zone that you probably wouldn't have seen at the beginning so props to her really enjoyed her character now the next character we're going to talk about is christy carlson romana's character uh cadet captain jennifer aka jenny and i i know that she's like supposed to be a villain but i was like kind of into her character in a really weird way like I just liked her personality. I think that it was a little, it was definitely rude. 
And, but it just made her feel, and she's pushing. I think she pushed uh, Kelly out of her comfort zone and pushed her to join the drill team. Like that was her motivation was to kind of show Jenny up a little bit. Uh, So even though she did like verbally abuse Kelly, honestly, so thumbs down to that, but they, she's the one that pushes her out of her comfort zone. They also, uh, Jenny also has a huge crush on major Brad. So they're trying to compete, compete and they have this whole villain thing, but I think Jennifer pushes Kelly and ultimately makes the movie like work. Like, do you kind of get what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, every movie needs a little villain to push the main character to do what they do. And Jennifer definitely accomplished that because as you said, Kelly, she needs a little motivation to fit in. And Jennifer gives her that motivation. Jennifer is the reason why Kelly worked so hard to put herself out there for Brad to do so well on the drill team and to overall perform so well in military school. I mean, she doesn't perform really well, but like to get better if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, totally. You just have to have that push. You have to have the driving force of the plot in the movie. And so even though she was a little irritating at times, I did like how her personality pushed Kelly to go out of her comfort zone and made the movie unique because I think this is the pretty much the only DCOM of its kind, kind of like girl goes to military school thing and goes outside her comfort zone and drill team. It's just something that we don't see. And I think that that's, one of the best parts about this movie is that it's unique and the driving forces. Also, I love Christy Carlson Romano. She's absolutely one of my favorite Disney Channel actresses ever. Uh, just talked about this in another episode, my impossible episode. She actually has a YouTube channel now where she posts amazing interviews, fun cooking segments with other Disney Channel actors and actresses. So if you haven't checked that channel out already, I'll make sure to link it below in the show notes. I believe it's just her name, Christy Carlson Romano. So go check it out. I think it's so cool that she's reliving her Disney days and connecting with fellow actors on Disney Channel, Nickelodeon, etc. So definitely go check it out. Uh, So up next, we're going to talk about uh, General Joe, who is the dad, stepdad, sorry, of Kelly. And she obviously does not like him whatsoever. She does not like this adaption and change that she's going through in her life. And so he kind of gets in her way of living her life because now she has to go to military school and she will be leaving her school behind her best friend, Amanda. And he is truthfully causing pretty much every single one of her issues. (laughs) And but in the end, she he saves her because we see that she kind of falls down on the cliff a little bit and he calls for help and helps bring her back up. And that he is becoming a father figure in her relationship towards the end. And she's like, she's proud to be their daughter, referring to her actual dad and Joe. So even though he was a little annoying in the beginning... I really enjoyed his character by the end. What about you? Well, to be honest, I think I liked his character throughout because I didn't find him annoying at first. I found him a little stuck up. And I mean, it wasn't like a bad sort of stuck up. It was like the awkward sort of stuck up where he had no idea what to do. And he was just put into a bunch of awkward situations and he had no idea how to chill out. Like in the beginning scene or one of the opening scenes, where Kelly's having dinner with her mom and Joe. I remember her telling him to like chill out and to slouch a little. And he tried to slouch, but he couldn't because in his his past and all he's learned to do really is just to not be stuck up, but like, but to be very formal and to put your best effort forth so you don't slack off, if that makes sense. And one of the things that Kelly pointed out was he was so up in his little world of being perfect and all that he had no idea how to really be a dad because months after the marriage with Kelly's mom, he still shook Kelly's hand. Like, imagine if your dad came up to you and shook your hand. Like To me, that's just 
that's just a little awkward. I don't know about you, but I agree. I totally agree. I can't blame Joe for that because it's just how he was brought up. But again, at the end, he kind of softened up with Kelly's help. He learned to live a little. He finally gave her a hug and that's improvement. <laughs> I totally agree. This whole movie has a lot of character development from pretty much every single character. And if you guys are longtime listeners of the podcast or even newer listeners, you know, I'm all about Disney Channel original movie character development. I think it literally makes the movie every single time if it's done right. And this movie is a good example of it being done right. We have Kelly adjusting to her dad and military school and uh, Jennifer, Jenny, whatever you want to call her. We've got the stepfather who adjusts to Kelly. So they're both adjusting to each other in different ways, which makes it good. Like It fulfills the storyline. And like you said, it went from just a handshake after months to a hug. And he basically probably saved her life because I don't know how much longer she could have hung off the cliff. Uh, But we kind of see that there are at the end he salutes them for a job well done and kelly smiles and salutes him as well and honestly just a great uh friendship romance kind of weird like fatherly relationship not a romance but works very well in this sense uh the next character i really want to talk about is andrea lewis's character carla who is the a uh, new friend that she makes at the Washington, uh, George Washington um, military school. So she is been there for a really long time. She's super advanced in the school, I guess, because I guess you work your way from the bottom up to the top. And she has to kind of show uh, Kelly around, show her the ropes. And she kind of, Kelly tries to, not has trouble fitting in and Carla's trying to be there to help her. Uh, so that friendship is a great friendship. It's kind of like helping her kind of figure everything out and figure out how she wants to live, I guess, at this school. We do see a little conflict between the two of them because we see that Carla is a little sad slash like offended that um, Kelly is very excited to see Amanda and um, Amanda, she called Amanda quote unquote, her truest and best friend, even though Carla had been there for her all the months at George Washington military school. So we got some conflict, however, and, and they do make up and they work that um, they work together and they're going to win on the drill team. And, we see that Jenny's going to be stepping away. So hopefully it works. So what did you think of Carla and her whole character storyline? Honestly, I love Carla. She's probably my favorite character because, yeah, she's not like over the top exciting, but she's like very neutral and she's a good support person because when Kelly started military school, no one was really there to help her out. Everyone kind of just did their own thing. And then there was Jennifer picking on Kelly while she was trying to adjust. But Carla was really there to help her out. Like, I don't know if you remember this, but in the beginning scene, when Kelly came out of her bunk or uh, barrack, or I, I don't know what it's called, but when she came out of her room for this inspection sort of thing, she was wearing a scarf around her neck. She was wearing a ton of bracelets on her wrist and Carla was just like you can't do that and she kind of she kind of helped Kelly get rid of all of that before she truly got busted I mean it's a different thing that everything kind of just exploded on Jennifer like five minutes later but you know what Carla was still there to help truly I think that Carla was like there through the thick and thin of Kelly being at the military school because Kelly was having a rough time. She was not just, she was not vibing most of the time. And so Carla is such an underappreciated character in that sense, because she was there, she was there to help. She was there to walk her through. And yeah, like you said, she's not over the top exciting, but she's just like a neutral character and her, it works. It works to have her there. And I think it balances out Kelly a little bit because Kelly is so over the top spontaneous to have 
Carla more laid back and chill right there by her side. So totally agree with you on that one. Our next character we have is Sean Ashmore's character, Cadet Major Brad. And he is Kelly's crush throughout this movie. He also is Jenny's crush. So that kind of presents some small issues throughout the movie. So we see that there she's trying to compete for his attention and she kind of feels drawn to him. And there's so much stuff going on between the three of them. We got a little love triangle as Disney loves to throw in because it's not a decom without a love triangle, honestly. And so Brad, the one thing I couldn't like say, like I loved Brad for is I feel like he like kind of like led both of them on in a weird way, which is like a, a no, no for me, like personally. Yeah. I, like, I don't know if you agree. No, I agree. Brad, he led both of them on because there were at times where he just looked at Kelly and smiled and giggled all flirtatiously, but then he would turn to Jennifer and be like that logistical sort of love interest, agreeing with her bashing out on Kelly in some ways, especially towards the end, like when Kelly went missing to save her father. Yeah, he was like angry face, angry face. And it was kind of just confusing because then I was like, who are you really into? Because yes, he goes everywhere with Jennifer, but at the same time, when he's with Kelly, he smiles at her. He genuinely really leads her on. And I don't know, personally, I didn't really like his character that much. Yes, I understand that he was the love interest and everything, but like looking at it all, like he doesn't really have a love story because the movie ended with Kelly saluting her stepfather and that's it. We don't under, we like we don't know if Kelly's going to end up with Brad or if Jennifer's going to end up with Brad. And not going to lie, that was kind of one of my least favorite parts of the movie, like with Brad getting involved. I mean, yes, he really did motivate Jennifer and Kelly to do better and to obviously compete for Brad's attention. But at the same time, I felt like his character was just eh. I agree. It was just very two-dimensional. There wasn't much there for him besides that two girls had a crush on him. So I feel like he's just like your basic uh, love story-ish. Uh, uh, the next character that I want to talk about is Amanda. And there's only really one reason I want to talk about Amanda. So at the beginning of the movie, we see Amanda as her best friend. They're hanging out. They're having the time of their lives. However, she comes back in at the end of the movie to the school. She somehow gets there. They specifically gave specifics. I don't remember, but why she was there fully, but she was there to support Kelly and she gets called her truest and best friend, which causes drama with Carla. Now I just, this might be like, this is not like a really movie question. I guess it's more of an ethical question uh, about your ethics, but if you made like you can have more than one best friend. And I think that's one thing that Carla struggled with. And I think Amanda almost as well kind of had a little bit of a struggle with that. Like, do you agree that you can have more than one best friend? Definitely. Definitely. Like personally, I have tons of best friends, so I'm not really against the whole, you can have multiple best friends thing. And it really confuses me when people are like, you can only have one true best friend. Like, I don't think that's true because Sometimes you can't relate 100% to just one person, you know? Totally. Like you have so many different aspects of personality wise and you can have different people that represent different parts of your personality. And I think that this movie brought up a super good point in like just general about life. You can have more than one best friend and it's not like a competition. Like you're not competing for your best, best friend. Like that was one thing I didn't like about this movie was kind of that message but i feel like it handled it well and it was something that needed to be said and i think that a lot of people even in today's society could definitely apply that to their real life uh and it was just kind of good to see them kind of figure it out and to see the both sides like her childhood best friend amanda and carla who was a little bit of a newer best friend but has been there through her journey at the um military school so uh, that's very interesting conversation and topic. Uh, the 
I don't really have any other character I want to talk about besides the mom for the last one that I think is super important that we talk about. So the mom is very pretty much gone for most of the movie. She's in the beginning at the end. And the one thing about the mom is she kind of just like gives me this weird like vibe of I'll listen to whatever my husband wants to do. And I don't really have a say. I don't know if you kind of got the same vibes. I mean, I can see where you're coming at. Like, I mean, yeah, I guess because she really did depend on Joe, I guess, to make the major decisions like with moving to upstate New York to go to military school and change their whole way of living. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't really have like too much to say about her. Like I said, she wasn't in much and she kind of she's not there for Kelly at military school. Kelly's pretty much just on her own with a couple of friends. We got Carla and Brad and we got our villain, uh, Jenny. But it was just really, I think, interesting to kind of see that whole thing kind of pan out. And I think it's an important conversation to have. Uh, so um, much respect to the mom for kind of just and maybe honestly, I think that this might have been good for Kelly. I think this kind of, like we said, pushed her out of her comfort zone and her mom, although she didn't really have much of a say in it, I think her mom was probably grateful in the end. So that's all pretty much I have to say about her mom. Before we get into the plot, I just want to kind of say um, some fun facts that I found about this movie. So uh, they filmed this in... Uh, July to September 2001, which is basically 20 years ago. Uh, and so they, the guy, the military advisor who worked with the film to kind of make it more accurate and um, such, William T. Bates, Lieutenant William T. Bates, excuse me, uh, he kind of teased them in a boot camp style situation throughout the filming with rehearsals of rifle and drill routines. Uh, just to kind of keep them on their toes. So I think that's actually super cool. One, that they brought in someone to make this film accurate, but also that they worked with him throughout the process and the actors and actresses got an opportunity to kind of like live this life that they were portraying. So so cool. that was my fun fact that I found from the movie. I try to find a fun fact for every episode, but sometimes I do not succeed. But I thought that was a pretty awesome fun fact. Now we're just going to get into the plot of the movie from the beginning to the end in detail. And there's going to be a couple of times that I stop and talk about like my opinion on that. And then I'll, you are more than welcome to chime in whenever you'd like. All right. And now a word from our sponsor. Today's episode is presented by Early Bird. Early Bird is the simplest way for parents, family, and friends to collectively invest in a child's financial future starting at the earliest age. Early Bird's mobile app empowers parents and families to start saving for their child's financial future in a matter of minutes while activating a child's broader community to gift contributions on birthdays, holidays, or any occasion. If you're like me and spend just a little bit too much money on iced coffee and you're not spending enough saving for college, well, I've got just the thing for you. That's why we are teaming up with Early Bird to give our listeners a free $15 investment to gift a child you love. Simply go to partners.getearlybird.io slash podcast or the link in our show notes below, download the app, and create an account today. Early Bird, build the nest and invest in the children you love. Okay, so like I said, we have Kelly, free-spirited, just living her life, and we have the mom who recently married uh, General Joe, um, and he is the new stepfather, and he will become the commander slash commandant of military school, which is the George Washington Military Academy. So that means that Kelly must live this new life and leave this life that she's been living to kind of change everything around in her life and go to military school. She's pretty much dropping everything and living a different life. So one that is very, that's a scary thing. Uh, but we are going to see some troubles that she has. You see that she's meeting Carla, who is a new friend of hers and is there to guide her for the ropes. And however, she doesn't really fit in. She doesn't really listen to any of the rules put in place. And she does not get along with Jennifer Stone, cadet captain, um, played by Christy Carlson Romano, who also, like we said, has a crush on Major Brad. So 
at the beginning of this movie, I hadn't seen this movie in probably five years. So I kind of forgot like most of the plot. Like I can remember a couple things like in the end, but I was kind of wondering if maybe we were going to see a little bit of like her like actually listening, but she doesn't listen like at all to like the people, like the powers above her. So I don't know, like, did that irritate you? Because it kind of like irritated me because I feel like she wasn't like trying to fit in. Like she wasn't putting in the work at the beginning because she was just so out of it, tuned out of it. Yeah, honestly, it did kind of annoy me a bit how she wouldn't listen. And because she always thought that she was right. But at the same time, I feel like she didn't understand that military school is a whole new different entire like environment. And there are certain rules that really, really need to be implemented and enforced and at first she didn't really get that because with the whole decorating your bunk thing Jennifer said sorry Jennifer and Carla said that you couldn't do that and she was just like oopsie daisies I'm just gonna continue and do what I want and at the end that got her scarf or blanket thing ripped up which caused her to paint Jennifer's hair and not gonna lie I was like, okay, yeah, I guess that's a good savage move if you want revenge. But at the same time, you can't really do that. Like in normal school, you can't do that. But especially in military school, that's a big no-no. I agree. I think that she was just like trying. She was living a different life and kind of different things were getting control over her. And like you said, the hair thing, like it's just not something you really want to do. And it's just like kind of a little crazy, like with the weird way that she's like living her life, still free spirited at this military school. Uh, but from there, it gets a little bit better because we kind of see her form these friendships and start fitting in a little bit better. And we see her start to kind of compete to get Brad's attention. However, Captain Stone hates Kelly and verbally abuses her by calling her a maggot, which is very interesting, and destroys her personal belongings. And it's Kelly does not complete the obstacle course in a good side amount of time. And so Captain Stone's like, do it again. And she gets mud all over. And Captain Stone is basically just trying to make her quit or leave by hurting her make um tiring her out etc because that's also the night of a dance and she ruins the the dress of captain stone which angers her even more so they're just constantly butting heads and clashing at this point and her stepfather is not very happy with Kelly and has her come in the teachers are not happy and there's this is like when the movie like honestly starts to get good because we see the clashing we see that they are not going to take any of this uh constant clashing anymore and that things are going to have to change so um then this part kind of came out of left field and I'm sure you agree the announcement that they're going to have a child that was so out of place for me. I don't know about you. Yeah, it was definitely really out of place because the entire movie revolves around Kelly and her fitting into mi- military school and her really getting at Jennifer and just changing, sorry, quote, quote, changing the military environment so that it's not so stuck up. And then they announced the baby. And I was like, I had mixed feelings about that. Like, obviously, yeah, I was happy for the couple, but then I was like, is this is this really necessary like yeah it was so out of place too i was just like oh like i totally forgot that that even happened in the movie and like it just just felt really weird for me and i'm glad that we're kind of like on the same page about that uh but from there we kind of see that she's going to help him out and make him ready to be a dad however like you said Kelly decides to get back at Captain Stone and paint her hair in the middle of the night. So, um, yeah, no offense. That's a no-no for me. Uh, I would never paint anyone's hair. I just don't think it's necessary. And I think, like you said, it was so out of place. And, like, why would you do that at military school as well? Like, I, I didn't like 
Captain Stone as much as the next person, but it was just not, it, I just wasn't a fan of that storyline. Sorry. Yeah, honestly, when you paint someone's hair, it's probably a mess for them to clean it out. And I'm laughing about this now, but if someone did that to me, I would cry because it's just, why? Why would you paint someone's hair? Like, I get it. Kelly was angry and everything, but painting hair, like, I'm not feeling it at all. Totally. It was just, it was just weird and it, it wasn't necessary. And I think that it didn't like benefit Colleen anymore. It just made their relationship even worse than it was. So that's my opinion, honestly, about that part of the storyline. Uh, so they kind of butt heads and Captain Stone is very mad again. They're butting heads constantly. She painted her hair and now she needs to appear in cadet court. Before we get to that, I just want to say how dumb the name Cadet Court is to me. It sounds very cheesy, and it's hard to take it seriously for me. Same. And the fact that other cadets are managing it, I can't. Because it's like student government. And I don't know about you, but in my experience, student council, I can't trust them to like run everything for my school, at least. And it's like, I don't know how I feel about that. I feel like a situation like this needs to be handled by adults. But I guess that's the entire process of military school and school in general, like making students your future leaders. But that's just me. I totally agree. It was really weird. It was out of place. And like, why? Why are the kit? Why are the students running it? Like, that just should not be how it works. I'm sorry. Uh, personally, it just, it didn't fit well in, and I didn't like it. So sorry that like the whole thing is like really cheesy. Like it definitely wouldn't happen in real life, honestly. However, she's found guilty by these students. I don't know how they are like able to consider her guilty. Uh, and so she must take care of all the uniforms for the drill team. And however, she doesn't get along with them, really. She called them robots at one point. I mean, they do kind of look like robots. They're very on top of things. However, she starts to like them throughout this process and wants to try out for the team. Did a full 180 and changed her mind. What did you think of her her quick switch from hating the drill team to wanting to be on the drill team? If I'm being honest, I'm not going to lie. I think it had a little to do with Brad because he was on the drill team and she was watching him. She like she felt flustered. I don't know how to describe it, but she really liked how he looked while he was doing the whole drill team thing. So I think that definitely played a major factor into going out for the drill team. I agree. I think it was basically just a motive of her supposed love for Brad and trying to compete with Captain or uh yeah Captain Stone. I think it's it was just weird. It was just kind of weird for her to like just have a full 180 like you said like I said and for her to just do that for love. I mean the things you do for love, I guess. Um I don't know. It just I also didn't like really sh- I didn't feel their chemistry whatsoever. So I wasn't a huge like go, go, go kind of guy relationship thing. I was just like, oh, you like him. That's weird. I don't know. I just, I didn't feel any chemistry between them. Yeah, there was like zero chemistry between them because as we mentioned earlier, he was kind of like leading both Kelly and Jennifer along. So there was no time to really make a ship with either of the couples. Yeah, there was like, usually like I'm a huge fan of shows where you can like have a ship and like, ship them whatever it is there i just wasn't like shipping them and in this movie uh but now we kind of start to see that they are going to try to up the routine for regionals which is coming up and so kelly asked captain stone if they could work together to create this routine to eventually come up with this thing for regionals however she agrees to do it which i was not expecting i was kind of like expecting captain stone to kind of just give her some attitude and say no uh they make it to regionals which is very exciting and 
it's very interesting to kind of see this next aspect of Kelly's um, birth father surprising her to come at this performance and he's going to be working at a job nearby. So we hadn't really seen him come in until this point and he just kind of comes out of nowhere to support Kelly. Like, I feel like that kind of hurt the storyline and like the character development of the stepfather. Do you agree? Yeah, definitely. It just, it was, it was kind of like, I keep saying out of place, but it was just really weird. And like, I was glad that he was able to support her in that way, but it just like, it wasn't like fully necessary. Like it didn't like better the plot really. In my opinion. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Like, there were a lot of choppy scenes throughout the plot or the story of the movie. And this was just one of those scenes that the movie could have survived without. Totally, totally. So um, from there, we kind of see a little bit of a relationship with her stepfather to kind of come together. They're starting to get along a little bit more. Uh, and he like asks her, why are you like so upset? Why are you distressed? And he kind of has to help in. And so, uh, they have a life, not, uh, the father has a lifeline number and he would only call if it was an absolute emergency. Uh, and so he excuses her from the competition to go and help her father. He is on the cliff, which presents me with a couple questions like how did he get on the cliff like what why how did that happen like you know there was no like reasoning for why he was just on a cliff with his camera (laughs) sorry I'm laughing again but it just does not make any sense to me as to why he was on the cliff and then another thing I don't understand why, why was Kelly the one to go save or quote, quote, save her father from the cliff? Why didn't her stepfather step in? Like, isn't he experienced at all of this sort of th- stuff, if I'm making sense? Yeah, it was just really, it was just so weird because how, how did he get there? Why did Kelly have to save him? You think the stepfather would kind of come in and help. And that just wasn't the case. <laughs> that just wasn't the case. Uh, um, but Kelly does not want to leave her him alone, so he must, she must, sorry, use the training and to stay by him. And so Joe calls for help and tries and saves Kelly and her father. And so he, she kind of finally realizes that Joe has good intentions. Like finally, uh, I can't believe it took her this long because, like you said, I didn't have a problem with him like at all throughout this whole movie. Uh, and kind of like cut off. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I was just saying how it just was so good to like see them finally come together, like all three of them, the two dads and Kelly. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was definitely a good thing because throughout the movie it was kind of awkward because Kelly was like calling her stepdad sir all this time, and then her dad was totally MIA while she needed him. So it was. It was a relief that the three of them kindly, I mean, finally just got on the same page and started the whole bonding sort of thing. I mean, it's a different thing because, you know, one of them was on a cliff, but, you know, it led to a bonding experience. Yeah, I agree. It was just a good bonding experience and to kind of see all of them come together and her finally start to accept Joe as her stepfather totally made everything worth it uh for me but we still have a little bit of plot left to go through and that is that kelly's goes back to the competition and they are down so she must work together with captain stone and perform the routine that they kind of came together with or came together to work on and so we finally see them put their differences aside and at this point i am just ecstatic that kelly is finally like putting everything into her life and working for the better because this whole movie i feel like she just hated everyone uh and now we finally see some good relationships forming and so they 
perform and it goes wonderful. They play second and it's the best they've ever done. And then we see that Stone finally acknowledges Kelly and is like, if you hadn't joined us here today, they wouldn't have got this far. And so they finally start getting along. Uh, But then we see that Stone is going to be moving to Europe with her father. So we see that she really wants Kelly to become the cadet captain and have to deal with a maggot just like her. That's what she says. And so at the end, we see a salute from both parties and it all comes together. So what did you think of the last part of the movie where we saw Stone and Kelly come together um, put their differences aside and work things together and kind of get along for once. Well, I mean, I'm a fan of the whole getting along thing but with the whole Kelly becoming captain part. I mean, she's been in middle, I mean, not middle school. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. I can't talk. She's been in military school for less than a year. And I feel like promoting her right away, especially after she wasn't present at the competition. Like, yes, I understand she was saving her father, but I feel like an important role like that should be given to someone like Carla. So, I mean, it could just be me, but I felt like Carla really, she went along with things. She stuck to the schedule or Gloria maybe because Gloria was also very helpful to Kelly in the whole getting used to military school thing. So I'm not going to lie. I don't understand why the position was given to Kelly because again, as we expressed earlier on, she's not the best example for a military school kid. I totally agree. I was almost kind of afraid to say it, but uh, it's just like she is not the most deserving person for that role. Like you said, Carla definitely probably should have gotten that. And it's it's like a good like de- decom storyline, like happy ending. Yay. Woohoo. But like it. I just wish that it would have been better. Like it would have been more like they put their differences aside. And I don't know. I just didn't like that. She automatically was like, Oh yeah, you should be the captain when I don't think that she was deserving enough personally. Yeah. And honestly, another thing is I don't really see how Jennifer could feel that way towards Kelly because literally 45 minutes ago she was bashing out to brad about kelly how she just disappeared from the competition and now she's like oh yeah you totally deserve this spot like what's up with the sudden mood change we all know that she really ticked you off the entire school year so that also kind of just confused me like why does jennifer think that kelly's the perfect candidate for captain Totally. It's it's just weird. It's such a sudden moon cha- mood change. It just really didn't make any sense for the storyline. But I guess I was in it was interesting to kind of see them come up with that. So um, that is the end of the movie. Uh, quite the ride. It's a very unique uh, decom. Like I said, it's not something that we see in everyday life. It's unique. And that's something I really like about it. Uh now, the scary part of the podcast is finally here. We have to rate this movie out of 10. I will go first and give an explanation. So I was kind of thinking going into this before I watched it, I was going to probably give it like maybe like a six, like a five or a six. But I think right now I'm going to have to go with like a six and a half out of 10. I think this movie is good. It's just not it at points. It does get like a little kind of I don't want to say boring, but it just feels a little drawn out and it's not my all time favorite decom. I do adore Hillary and Christy. So it was great to see them in this movie. And like you said, there's just some things, the love triangle and even like the dad and the unnecessary hate for the stepfather and the sudden quick mood change is just out of place. So that's, I, that's why I'm going to have to go with the six and a half out of 10. So for my rating, I think I'm going to give it a seven out of 10, because as you mentioned earlier, and as we talked about this throughout your podcast episode, some points in the plot were very, very choppy. They just did not go with the rest of the storyline. And it was weird. And 
I, I didn't really like the ending at all because it left a lot of unanswered questions, especially to me. I was like, again, what happens with Brad? What happens with the baby? What happens with her father? Is her father okay? Like, yes, he woke up and he's on a stretcher, but like, what's up with him? Like, no one even checked up on him after Kelly got back to the competition. Her mother didn't know that her ex-husband was in the hospital. So there were a lot of plot holes from my end, but at the same time, Hilary Duff, she's a classic. And this was one of the older Disney movies that I enjoyed at one point in time. So yeah, that's my rating, a seven out of 10. Totally. I am so glad that we are pretty much on the same page in this decom was a great one to revisit and it was great to talk about it with you and so i'm so glad that you were here today now where can my listeners find and follow you for your podcast and other fun stuff yeah of course so you can find my podcast on spotify apple music amazon audible or wherever you listen to your podcast and if you want to follow me on social media check out at Dilly Dallying with Divya on Instagram and TikTok. And I also have a Pinterest with the same handle. So you can check that out too. Well, awesome. Thank you so much for joining me. This was a blast. Everyone, you go check out her podcast and her Instagram for all that fun stuff. Uh, and as always, I have new episodes coming out every single Friday. So make sure to check one out. You can follow me on Instagram at That's So Matthew, as well as Twitter and Facebook at That's So Matthew. And all my episodes are uploaded to YouTube with captions, which is just That's So Matthew. Look it up and you should be able to find it. And my website, That's So Matthew.com, has a link to all my episodes, um, depending on the decom, if you want to listen there, as well as my merch, if you want to go check that out. I hope everyone has an amazing rest of your day, and I will see you in another episode again soon. Bye.